Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Insane in the Membrane. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favourite podcast, Insane in the Membrane, with your old pal Wilson. And this week I'm joined by the wonderful Jody Kamali. Hello! Hello, Rich. Pleasure to be on air, mate. Pleasure to be speaking to you. Yeah, we did it. We got there, mate. Got it in the end. Right, mate. Uh, Very last minute. Very last minute. I appreciate you jumping on last minute, mate. It's very, it's, it's, I guess, I, it's been, because it's been so, it's been so, it's been a few things over the last few weeks that have happened and you're just trying to pull my head out of my arsehole this week to get it, to get back. Suddenly I'm like, I need to, I need to book some people in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what we're like. We're airy people, aren't we? We're creative. You know, we're, admin is not our forte, is it? You know what I mean? It's not, mate, but it's become such a, it's such a part of what we do now, isn't it? Well, it is. Yeah, it is. You have to. Yeah, I just, yeah. Sometimes when you're doing so much admin, it reminds you of school, doesn't it? I mean, I was really (laughs) shit at school. I couldn't, I couldn't keep concentrated and, but uh, yeah, this admin, I have to literally. Well, that's why deadlines are good, aren't they? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Nothing sounds better than the sound of a deadline whizzing by, or something like that. I think that's the yeah, phrase. Like <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um, so, Jody, um, how you been? Are you all right? I haven't seen oh, you for ages. I know, mate. It's been it's been ages. Um, but I've been meaning to get in touch with you, like to get on this. I, I, I love I love what you do, and oh, you know your laid back style. So I love it. And I thought I don't really do podcasts. I've never really sort of pushed it, and but now I want to. And I thought, well, I, I love Rich. Why not? Why not? So how am I doing? I don't know. Um, oh, uh, you know, um, obviously it's Edinburgh's just been. So mm. I'm a sort of a bit. You know, this September is always a bit of a kind of a weird kind of right. What happens now? uh you know at the same time following up all the all the from your show that you did trying to get it into yeah. venues get it here get it in there so it's like a weird transition period i think yeah um it's so i'm a, a bit sort of anxiously you know like you do like what do i do next being a bit mm. probably a bit hard on myself do you know what i mean so yeah yeah it's, yeah it's, so it's all it's all that mate at the moment i'm sort of very much in my head working out what to do and how yeah. to do it and but it's, yeah, it's, that's it. It's all part of what we do. Self-flagellation. Constant, just constant beating yourself up. Even though you put, you look like, because I didn't go to Edinburgh, but I saw, I saw everyone posting about it. You look like you had a great time. Yeah, um, I did. Yeah, I great. did. It, yeah. it was a roller coaster. It wasn't a roller coaster. You know, um, it, it, it uh, was like real ups and downs. You know, I, I think that the Thursday I cancelled a show to two people. I couldn't do it. And I posted mm. it on Facebook and I shared really how I felt because I knew that, you know, that there were going to be people out there in the same positions throughout the month. And I've got to be honest and real about it and share my disappointment with it and, and, so really from there, it was just like more up and down. I had yeah. uh, awards people coming um, many times, um, which I've never usually get. So Brilliant. so I was like, so it was just all a bit like, whoa, you know, um, decent reviews were coming, decent reviewers were coming in. Um, people were talking about it a bit and industry, which I've never had so much industry sort of, uh, uh, people said, you've got buzz. I was like, I didn't really <laughs> think of it but oh no that you've got buzz i haven't got buzz i haven't got buzz i mean i didn't know what it is i don't think i have but but um but i had like some journalists that couldn't come texting me saying i had great things about the show and all that stuff but yeah but um who knows yeah i definitely felt it was a shift for me this year definitely like i felt like like it it, mate it did seem like it and it's funny 
I first became aware of you through your character, Terry, the odd job man. Mm, niche, um, niche Terry. Yeah, but you're one of the first people that would seem to be doing that. Like, because this is way back. Um, you know, now everybody seems to be doing it. And it must be so fucking frustrating when you were doing it. Because I, like I say, I became aware, because it was Terry's from the West Country. Yeah, and because my partner at the time, she was from the West Country, so she mm. was like, loved this character, <laughs> and I instantly loved him. And then you were talking; your references were so Bristol, but not just like <laughs> Bristol down in the high street. It was like over at Bedminster, or you were at yeah, yeah, fish ponds, or wherever you were. Working class, yeah, proper working, working class. class era. And areas, I yeah. absolutely loved it. And that that and now you see everybody's doing it. It must be. It must be a bit annoying when everyone's doing no, it. No, not at all, no. not at all. I mean, when I I, I literally started, uh, basically, if anyone doesn't know, I, I I am from Bristol, as you can tell my accent, and I um I, I uh well yeah I made this character Terry. Um, it's based on my sort of working class uh, family. Um, he started off as really an old job man, and I just posted a a video on on YouTube. Um, I actually did the character as part of a, a sort of a, a, a fringy show, and um, and then I then posted it on um, uh, YouTube. Um, yeah, right. Actually, it was to do with a sort of friend of a friend because he wanted to start a sort of what we know as my build, you know, like my builder checker trade. He yeah. wanted to start that up. I mean, he was only a young lad with a few couple of quid in his pocket. He didn't have a lot at all. And then he said, "Oh, I'd I like your character, your builder character. Maybe you can do it as like a real life." you know, that you're for real looking for work. So I just posted these videos in 2007. So it just went, you know, and uh, YouTube posted me on their homepage when it was worldwide. It was just YouTube worldwide. Yeah. And, and it just went from there, really, you know. So, but but it was a very foreign thing. It's not like it was mm. now. You could do a lot more long form. You could chat for long. And people were just fascinated with hearing what you had to say. But now it's obviously very different because it's punchy, 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 punchy. Yeah, um, clickbaity, big time, um, manipulative in a way. It is, not, yeah. not, not true to what the video actually is, and we end up watching absolute shite. So I suppose I'm frustrated with that uh, aspect of it because I used to love doing the long form stuff, you know. Yeah, 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 just yeah. chatting casually, patiently, you know, sort of nuances, you know, the looks and you know, just all the subtext. But now it's got to be boom, 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 boom. And I, I'm yeah, sort of yeah. getting, I'm sort of transitioning with that character. I'm sort of transitioning to that now. And it has made a difference. You can tell people, the views and the algorithms like it and they push it more. So yeah. that, that's frustrating. Not not that everyone is uh, doing it. I think it's, the we have to do it. Everyone has to do true. it now. It's like Very true, yeah. That, in one form or another, you know, so, you know, to just get yourself out of your bedroom, it just makes opportunities, you know, that does, yeah. you wouldn't normally get, you know. Yeah, but it is, it's funny how we're doing, yeah, like you say, when I used to watch Terry, you know, the original videos, and he'd be, yeah, he'd, like, the, the, the phrases he'd use and the language and the, was very Bristol, not even West Country, <laughs> very Bristol. Yeah. And I, it, it certainly educated me. And uh, but now, yeah, like you say, you've got. I, I'm I'm guilty of this. There was someone the other day, and they were showing you how to make whatever food thing it was, and they just took a second too long to do something. And I'm like, just get to it. And I'm like, mm. the whole video is only a minute. <laughs> like, yeah, what's yeah. wrong with me? Or just switch off after three. Yeah, uh, I was watching like a how to sell events. I'm trying to just learn more about social media, the ins and outs. So I saw this little video about uh, from a design agency and that they said that is if you don't get it in three seconds they'll they'll switch off you've got oh. to have three seconds and he said over two months they it had the same video but just for just for paid only paid advertising video but they ch- kept changing the three, first three seconds first three seconds mm. and he got that three seconds right eventually and then it, it made a massive difference in terms of tens of thousands of views so it's wow. just mad that we we can't give more than three seconds yeah. if we don't like three seconds <laughs> that's it it's brutal it's brutal <laughs> isn't it yeah it is cruel <laughs> So that's why so many people have manipulated this shit, right? We've all done it. We've gone down a rabbit hole of absolute shite. It is. And it's just that. It's just, you know, basically, if you're plugging anything, you just got to go, buy this book, like, straight away. Yeah, yeah. Get to the get to the point, man. Oh, God, yeah. no. 
Nah, that's know. frustrating. Going back to that, that side of things is frustrating. Because you are a very creative person. I've always admired that about you. Um, having watched you, having watched you at gigs and I remember in, I can't remember what year it was. It must've been 2018, 19, no, it must be 2018 maybe. And I remember you were emceeing and we were doing a gig in Edinburgh and you, was it, you had a vampire? Yeah, <laughs> it's broken, did a vampire routine. Yeah, vampire routine. <laughs> and it was the, the dance with the, the, the dance with the, the bags, carrier bag. The bag, yeah. People still, if, whenever your name comes up, they always say the dance with the carrier bag is what yeah it's love. weird it's yeah. so weird yeah it's so weird <laughs> but, but you're you a do get creative person that is, and i love that yeah i suppose i i like to to not be conventional yeah and i think that's apart from terry the odd job man is my uh most conventional thing you know i have a, a, a following I, I i generate income from it from doing shows from merchandises from doing sort of cameo videos so that is my sort of everyday but but that but what i really love is is the sort of unconventional stuff you know outside of the box alternative and yeah. but but that's probably you know i i think we all anyone that it does really alternative stuff has a battle with that. It's like, Oh, it's not mainstream enough yeah. to, to really pack and pack the audiences or this and that, unless it's, um, you know, obviously like, like suspense Jones have done really well out of it, but there's only as far and few between the amount of sort of alt comics have done really well. Like Paul, as we pull foot as well as another one yeah. that's done well commercially. But, um, but I find, yeah, that as much as I love being completely barmy and creative and inventive and, and, you know, which the audience that come to see me in Edinburgh always want to see what's he going to do next. That has been my battle because like, well, it's not mainstream and yeah. should I be more mainstream? And, you know, yeah. know what you mean. And that's what I'm partly going through at the moment, you know, what I'm going through at the moment. <laughs> but, but this show this year was pretty mainstream in a sense that it was storytelling. Uh, but, but basically my life story. Mm. Um, so I was telling the story, then breaking into different routines uh, phys- physicalizing and and reenacting yeah moments of my life so that would be the more alternative stuff you know the thoughts that were going in my head were re were, were brought to life you know physically because i love being physical love yeah it. yeah yeah but i think that's it it's it's, it's it's like you say when you're when what when who you are is different to the like the mainstream for want of, want of a better phrase it's difficult to find that balance isn't it and it's gonna and you want to be true to yourself. Also, you know, you've got rent, you've got kids, you've got rent to pay. You've got, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so you've yeah. got to find that balance. And it's hard if you're, I've seen people that have gone down the very mainstream route and they're just so unhappy because they're like, I'm having to do this and no disrespect to anything, you know, to mm. the mainstream route. I'm not saying that, but if you want to do something that's a bit different, it's very difficult, isn't it? And it, and it mm. starts to play on you and you go, am I, am I just too weird? Am I just odd? Am I just, why don't, why don't, why don't people, more people get on board with this? Is it too out there? Am I too, what is yeah, it? And yeah. you start questioning yourself and then that self-flagellation thing that I mentioned earlier, you go, well, maybe I'm just shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's about, but, but, I do, but that said, I do love it. You know, mm. and I, when I, when I, I was doing like, a lot of Terry the Odd Job Man for years, um, like, from 2007 and then I just had to stop it after about four I just stopped doing it because I got so bored of it mm. and um of being Terry I was like I need to do just be creative I need to do the things that I love which is doing things a bit outside the box uh, a bit unconventional that's and I think I would always go back to that because that really keeps me going makes me interested um um yeah it's tough. but I, I made a kids show this year which did really well commercially oh well done <laughs> like really <laughs> there well. you go but, but the big, the amazing thing about it is like I can be totally off the wall and barmy and ridiculous, which which I am in this show, and is completely acceptable because it's a kids show. You know, reviewers can't sort of put their hand on their chins. I don't really get what he's doing. Oh, like, this is just silly. This is, is as as Steve Bennett once said, it was like a show for five year olds from an old review. Right. <laughs> <laughs> from out, from out 10, 10 years ago, Steve said it was a show for five year olds. But but you know what I mean. So this is for five year olds. You know, and it, and it's perfectly acceptable and. You know, it is. I've got a. I'm going to get a, a, a an agent, a, a tour agency, going to take me on and do a national tour of me next year with the Brilliant. show. So it's just commercially, <laughs> <laughs> just and it was always meant to be like, oh, a secondary show. Let's see how it goes. Never the thing that I wanted to do, but it just took off. It yeah. just took off. 
and that that I'm having a hard time with as well. It's like um, with uh, apparently Rod, Rod Hull um, ha- apparently threw Emu across the room and hit, like punched him because he was jealous of Emu because Rod Hull <laughs> was a you know <laughs> I think I heard yeah. somewhere in a podcast. But he, because he was a comedian in his own right and a very good one, apparently, but got really annoyed with with, with Emu because he's like, it's just that that's who they want to see, not but you, not is, me. Yeah. People, so is be, that, is that... yeah, people do have that. It's that I've seen this with where people with a where the character becomes it becomes its own thing, mm. and then the person who does the character just kind of gets lost, and you can see suddenly they're like again, like they, like you've just said, they go, I'm, I'm not going to do that character anymore. I'm bored with it. I've taken it as far as I can. I want to do something else. And I want people to know who the fuck I am. <laughs> At the yeah, end of the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, you're, everyone's getting, this character's getting this, getting all this praise and things like that. And I'm like, I'm doing all the work. So the character becomes yeah, yeah. almost like a real person. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, man. Yeah, that, that was for me this year. That's what I basically did. I thought I had to be, talk about myself, be myself. Yeah. You know, to show people. Again, I had a, a, a short, another short review um, years later saying, you know, it was a good review, but it was, uh, I don't I don't know where jo- Jody Kamali stands. You know, what does he stand for? And I feel like this show really does. You can mm. see the the reasoning behind why I perhaps do unconventional stuff, you know. Yeah, where did um, that come from? Where is Where does it come from? Um, I think it was being uh, many, many things, uh, sort of being an only child, uh, a mixed, I, you know, my, my dad's from Iran, I'm, mm. uh, mum's Bristolian. So I think it was, you know, that at the age of just being noticed and, and my dad wanted me to be like an academic, you know, a biz- in business in economics mm. and an engineer. And, and I think, um, well, as I discussed in the show, is like I, the more weirder the shows that I made, the more unlikely um, anybody would want to, for anyone would want me to manage their accounts. You know what I mean? They think, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. There's no way you can do it. So I think I just I was sabotaging myself in a way, sabotaging the fact that I could do anything conventional, like yeah. being an accountant or a doctor or a GP, which my dad had hopes for as do sort of most Middle Eastern Asian families want that for their kids. But I didn't. And it was like self-sabotage in a way, but I just, that's what I, yeah, this is did, did he find what it I want to do. Yeah. Did he find it difficult to sort of get his head around it? Because it's, it's a, culturally it's a different thing. I, oh yeah. It's taken yeah. now. I think because I'm still doing it and I've survived it, I suppose mm. through the rough times that I'm still doing it after all these years that I think he's sort of given up and, like okay, he's happy what he's doing. I think it. I think it's that. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I think it's that. So he sort of got behind me a little bit most recently, but he certainly wasn't there in the in the beginning. <laughs> when, you know, when you're just shit and <laughs> just do it. Don't know what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? You, you just, you know. So, whereas yeah. my mum has always been supportive from that point of view. She's always been behind me, pushing well, me to do yeah. it. Well, it's funny, my dad. Funnily enough, my mum was more, when I was growing up, get a job, any job, doesn't matter what job you do. And my dad was more, he kind of rec- recognised that there was an arty side to me. And he was always, I was always like, I'm going to be in a band, or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And he was like, the day you make your first million, I'll be your accountant. And that was my <laughs> And so he was a supportive. Yeah, he kind of got it. Mum was, mum, they're all very supportive now. But it's taken until now where I've got, I've got this thing on ITVX. And they've gone, ah, right. We recognize this now. Yeah. It yeah. makes sense. Because I'm still, I mean, I'm still like, can I borrow some money? But it's, still, <laughs> but, but, it, but now they recognize what I do and they recognize why I'm skinned. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. I suppose that's what we've got to have to accept that it has to be that, that you have to get yeah. on at ITVX to be, yeah. To be like, okay, you, you know. Because it's got to start from somewhere. Everyone's got to be find their voice, be shit, fail, um, and and get you know, and that's got to be recognised really. But I suppose I don't know. I think it's, it's obviously a fear thing, isn't it? They're terrified that it's just not going to work out yeah. and what's going to happen. But I think we're all resilient. We'll we'll work out. We'll, we'll we'll do something anyway, whether it's not this or something else that we're just going to be happy and not. They don't need to worry. But yeah. 
It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a battle. <laughs> it's a battle, man. I tell you that. Oh God! And how did your how did your mum and dad come to meet each other? From one from Iran and one from Bristol. It's quite the. It's quite a. They actually the they up, met. <laughs> well, they did. They they met. They met in Mecca, Mecca wow. nightclub, Mecca nightclub. That's a gag in my show, but I, how I started it off really. They met. In Me- they really met in Mecca, Mecca nightclub. Seriously, <laughs> 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 there's a Mecca nightclub in Bristol, and my dad was working there, and um, you know, and uh, she was just there on a night out, like a 22 year old woman with her friend, and then. They just they just met, but wow. I, I recreate I recreate it in the show. I sort of have music and I'm just reenact reenacting it all. Yeah, it's nice. Fun. But yeah, bizarre. Just like in a nightclub. My mum uh, said that she just liked Middle Eastern men. She just like yeah, um, which were far few between. To be honest, she's like sort of dark exotic men, and she yeah, hated yeah. a a pilot before a, an Iranian pilot. Oh wow! <laughs> so she, she, it was so it was destined. Yeah, yeah he's definitely yeah, yeah. got a tight. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's mustached, stashed hairy men. You know. Well, that's what I mean. I've got. I'm is heritage. My heritage is Greek Cypriot. Somewhere, oh, cool. somewhere down the line. So that's where I this, can see that. Yeah. Though. yeah, yeah. That's why I've said it. I've said it a few times on this when I walk into a kebab shop and they chat away to me, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Give you a give you a t shirt and see <laughs> yeah. them work. You know. yeah. You're late. You're late. <laughs> amazing, amazing. No, I love that though. Yeah, I love that. I love, I you, but I love going into any sort of even Turks, any Middle Eastern establishment. Uh, I will uh, have a chat. I just love chatting, saying where I'm from. <laughs> Middle Eastern taxi. I just love it. I love it. Where are you from? You know, I love all that. Yeah. You know, what is your What is your dad doing? You know, they really they get really interested. Really interested. Yeah, and I love it too. Do you speak the language? I sp- no, I don't speak Farsi. My dad was very lazy, very lazy. <laughs> um, just didn't. I mean, th- my parents sort of broke up in a very early age, so oh, I right, okay. wasn't out- I wasn't around it. You know what I mean? Wasn't yeah. around the language, and um, yeah, just, so I didn't really connect. Yeah, didn't, suppose I didn't really connect with the culture um at all when i was younger mm. my dad was quite secretive ah. i didn't really say much share much and i was like well what is going on who is this what is this mm. uh you know uh who am i what am i am i you know what what is this uh where is he from you know what, what's it like you know so it's and that sort of carried on from growing up really like yeah. sort of working out who i was what i was and wow man yeah do you know, it's funny. I was talking to Darren Griffiths before on another another episode, and my education of the world has come from comedy. I didn't know much about it until I got into comedy, and it's only through wow. comedy that I've met so many people from so many different places in the world that even that, like knowing that the language is Farsi, I didn't know that before comedy. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't know didn't know what people spoke. I didn't know it was Mandarin elsewhere. I didn't know it was this. I didn't know it was that. It's all from comedy. Now, that's great. We yeah. need the, we need these voices, people to come in and share their yes. experiences, their stories, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So with this, so so you've you still got a relationship with your parents, like your your dad and oh yeah, 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 yeah. very much. So yeah, 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 yeah. But just completely different, like you know, I just very very different people. I mean, it's mm. definitely a cultural thing. Um. I've met a lot of half Iranians, uh, half Middle Easterns, half people with really different culture. You're over there, you're over here, um, are not together. I mean, probably lots are, but I've always meet sort of dual heritage people that their parents are not together. I think it's a bit chalk and cheese aspect of it. So, but yeah, they're, they're I, but but yeah, very very different. Um, but I think it made it's definitely made me a different person. I don't I don't feel entirely british i don't really i know people will say i'm brit but i don't feel you know my wife is russian as well so we've got i've I've always Uh, been attracted so we're a real mix we're a real mix yeah real melting pot which i love i love yes that sort of aspect of us that we 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 share the same you know we get on i think because of that because i'm not 100 percent yeah english 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 um um, english values it's very different 
I love that. But that's it. It's what makes things more interesting. And mm. you see these people all the time talking about, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm British. I'm British through and through. And you're like, we're not. No one is. You know, mm. there's a miss. There's something else from somewhere else from inside you, and you know that. But that's <clears throat> that's absolutely. It makes it so much more of an interesting place if you've got influences from different cultures in your life. I love that. I knew there was a Russian connection with you, and I couldn't remember yeah, what it Russian. was. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, whereabouts in Russia is your wife from? Mosk- Moscow, Moscow. Right, right. How did you meet? We met when I was, tra- she was working in Barcelona and I was traveling in uh, just traveling around and then I, I i met her in barcelona wow man and then we had we had a long distance relationship for a few years i would just go over there i was literally not doing anything spending my savings to be there <laughs> and um eventually she she came out she yeah she, she came over and yeah and, and you know we've been together 11 years in a week's time it'll be 30th this month oh, mate. congratulations yeah. how does yeah. she it must be difficult with what's going on at the minute. With the oh, conflict. yeah. Conflict. She must be so... Because I, there's people I know that are Russian, but they're like they're not in agreement with what's going on. And they're just like, what do you do? There's nothing that we can... I can't change it. and I can't stop it. It must be hard. It must be frustrating to see that. Uh, yeah. I mean, when it all kicked off, it was really because we've got... My mother-in-law's over there. My sister-in-law's over mm-hmm. there. And our other family, like cousins. I mean, uh, so it is worrying that that... That it was really worried, and weird. It was the same time that Iran was kicking off as well. There was these oh, wow. protests. Yeah. Actually, that's coming up as a year now, um, uh, with the Masa Mini being uh, killed just for wearing, showing a little bit of her hair. You know, mm. so it was all happening at the same time. And like in Iran, my cousins were going there protesting. So it was a lot of worry got uh, over there. It was all kicking off. So yeah, yeah. It, it definitely is. It's 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 a different life life because i think we have a tendency over here to what's going on abroad we tend to just go let's just switch off the news or just just sign a petition for a couple of weeks and then uh say how appalled we are and then just carry on you know but when you got you you're linked to it firsthand yeah it's a different kettle of fish you know it's like you know you're living and breathing it like my wife would go oh my mum's just my mum's worried because she got a, a a pamphlet through the post uh, with directions to the nearest nuclear bunker. Oh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wow. can you imagine that shit? I mean, this is it. This is this is what's real, you know. And we get annoyed. Um, we get pamphlets for dominoes. <laughs> it's yeah. a different world. <laughs> well, yeah, a, a pamphlet from UKIP or something. You know, oh, yeah, look yeah. at this! Look at this! Do you know what I mean? But but it's just like all this sort of stuff. Yeah, it, it just bring it makes it real. And that's our sort of bedtime conversations. It was it was dominating, mm. you know, sitting in bed and going, oh, yeah, oh, my mum's this. Oh, yeah, my my dad's said, you know, this is kicking off in Iran at the moment and his, his sister's this and that. So, yeah, it's, it's worrying, man. It's worrying. And it's weird, like, how people literally, when you say your wife is Russian or when my someone will ask my wife where she's from, like in a park, mm. in a conversation... 
they, the look on their faces is is this is disgraceful. It's like they, they're oh, really? seeing like like a like a Nazi or something. It's like it's horrendous. It's like yeah. you're, you're responsible and like you're you're a part of it, and it's is really really insulting actually. Yeah, how people can, but and these are like you know middle class educated people. Um, you know it, it, it's. it's it, it makes it uneasy and she feels very ashamed sometimes. Like she feels mm. embarrassed to say I, I'm from Russia, you know, um, but just the look on their faces is hilarious. It's like, all right, yeah. calm down, you know? And like when, yeah. when the beginning I said, where's your wife from Russia? Oh, she doesn't believe in that. Is she, uh. is she supporting, you know, it's like, why would she, you know, yeah. what, what, what makes you think she would? I mean, she's not delusional. You this know? is, this is the thing. This is the problem. There's a lot of white middle-class people. And I'm listening. I'm generalizing. Of course I am. But there's a lot of them, and they they cause after problems because they're just that the assumptions they make. Oh, your wife's from Russia. Oh, right. So, so what is she? What is she doing about it? What is she saying? He's like, she's not doing anything. She doesn't. She doesn't agree she, with she's it. Not, <laughs> she can't. She's not a politician. No, yeah. exactly. And you're now you're now you're now patronising her and making her feel bad just for because the country where she's at is in conflict with somewhere else. That's not her fault. But yeah. that's what people do. It's not her beliefs. Yeah, it's not her yeah. beliefs either. Yeah. It yeah, man. Hard, it's, man. It's, yes, it is. It's, it is. And her best sister is really struggling work wise. You know, she was working for uh, Yandex, which is the Russian Google, by the way. Right, right, huge, right. huge company. And they had like taxi, uh, big taxi, like the, the, the equivalent of Uber, the equivalent mm. of Just Eat. Um, um and and uh, and and uh, you know she's basically been down basically downgraded and it's just because of the the, the the company's not doing well and she eventually left uh it's just yeah it's turmoil turmoil mm. she's really unhappy no there's not many jobs around the money's not good yeah it's tough man really this, tough. this is it when you're when you're just the person on the ground just trying to make ends meet and it's the generals on the hill that are the ones causing all the problems the ones kicking off of each other and yeah, you, I, I when I I mean I saw when I first saw the conflict on the news <laughs> and I saw there was a there was a photo of a, of people that had been killed in the street and they were just dressed like us, which I yeah, know yeah. sounds stupid, but you know what I mean. Someone yeah, was yeah. like there was there was a picture of a hand and with think with um, nail varnish on, and I was like, oh my god! Last yeah. week she was getting the nails done. And now she's yeah, lying yeah. dead in the street, and all she was—it's not even her fault. It's not even her fault, and that—and yeah, so that's yeah, like yeah. you say, like you say, with your sister-in-law and your wife, and they're not involved. It's not their fault. It's just—they're just trying to deal with it. But so many people over there are just—you uh, know—they do believe in. Um... Putin <laughs> you know yeah. there's a lot of uh, propaganda the news and like even my my um wife said my my father-in-law passed away a fair few years ago but she said he would have she would have he would have probably been behind him wow. you know it's because he was sucked into all that you know yeah Russia greatness and stuff like that so it's like yeah it, it's it's yeah, I, was, I still it's it's so hard to, to, to judge it from an outside point mm. of view when you're in it and because you think about it emotionally. Yeah. Um, and we do worry, like, when the Wagner was going to, uh, they were literally going to, they were heading to, the Wagner army were heading to Moscow to try and take over. Yeah. Literally. It was really scary. My what uh, mother-in-law and what, uh, and sister-in-law literally got a, a train out of Moscow, literally packed up wow. and got the hell out because they thought it was going to be warfare in, in Moscow. Yeah. That was really, really scary. Wow. So this is the thing. Well, when I was, I did some gigs with the troops when we went to Afghanistan and you didn't really think about it. You were kind of going, oh, it's a war that's going on. You know, you're, I'm just going to go and do whatever I'm doing. And then it wasn't until we went to Kabul and you're looking over the wall for where we were staying and you see kids playing football in the street and people going about their day and buying groceries and they're like, fuck, imagine if this mm. was where we lived and you're going out to get milk and there's tanks. And soldiers walking up and down. You're like, that only happens in movies. Yeah. You're, that's yeah, like outside yeah. your front door. That yeah, it's mad. completely blew my mind. And that whole thing of who's bad, who are the bad guys, who are the good guys. Like, oh, we must be the good guys. And then you go, yeah. no, we're not, are we? <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. we're in there. We're in their garden and we're, we're in the way. 
really blew my mind and made me really reevaluate everything. You know, I just, wow. but at least you've got each other to talk to. And that's the point of this podcast is that is, is underlining the fact that having communications with loved ones is so important. And it sounds like you yeah. have, sounds like you, like you say, your bedtime chats. Yeah, we, yeah. it's in-depth, in-depth conversations at night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, not the, not the usual, you know, not the no. usual stuff. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I've never been outspoken. I'm not no. very prolific on social media about how I feel about stuff um, publicly on Twitter. I don't, I just don't know. I, I just don't do it. Maybe one day I'll do it, I, but I doubt so very much. And there's an, uh, this Iranian, half Iranian girl. She's got, you know, it's very, a, a protester, an activist. And she constantly wants me to be outspoken, get involved, make videos, you know, probably like, an amazing job that Omid Jalili is doing at the moment, mm. raising raising awareness of what's happening in Iran. But I've just been a bit, I, I've sort of shy away from it all. I don't know. I, I find it a little bit uncomfortable just to set. I don't know. I, I, I find it uneasy. And she occasionally texts me, say, come, we're going to Trafalgar Square. What it, we hook up, we can make some videos. And, and I'm like activist videos. And I, I just shy away from it. Yeah. I shy away from it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. And, and I, I feel bad in that respect that, I should have a voice, I suppose, and speak up about it. But um, I don't know at the moment. I'm not. I'm not going down that route. I feel nervous telling <laughs> because I just don't want. Yeah, it's just I it's, 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 it uneasy. It's what comes after once you start. Once you start on this path, it does open up a whole. You're welcoming people in then, and then you're going to end up getting into debate. I found this online. I found this with many. Yeah, people where I've I've been a bit pissed. And I've gobbed off on Twitter and I end up in an argument with someone <laughs> and I've ended up, oh, I've had it. I remember it was when the pandemic was happening and I was annoyed at Boris Johnson. And I just said, I'm struggling to give a shit about him being ill. And a few people DM'd me and went, mate, that's a bit strong. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I suppose he's another person in it, regardless of whatever they've done or whatever they're doing. It's still a bit, it's a bit strong to say, I don't give a shit that they're ill. So yeah, I get it. I suppose it, yeah, I don't know. I don't want... Yeah, I, I just don't want... I don't know. I, I suppose I get terrified of what people may think. Oh, he think he's like that. He thinks this. And that's his views on things. And I don't like it. And I suppose a lot of people just do it and don't care. But mm. I've never been one to do that. I don't know. I think Twitter... I, I go in, I share uh, my my what I'm doing mainly, uh, gigs and things like that. Um, I have a little browse. Mainly what, it's, it's a place where I find all the Russia... Uh, news usually mm. what's going on in russia so i find the best place to find out just do a bit a few searches a few soldiers um on the line that that report um so uh what's happening some but uh i just don't get involved in it i don't no. I, I i find it very stressful like social media sharing 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 all the time i find it depletes me yeah. From real life, from real life, you know, imagine that having yeah. to sort of, you know, I'm feeding my kids and I've got to hang on and kids I've got to go and I've got to reply to that twat. That's just, uh, you know, reply to me on Twitter about my opinion I had on X, Y, Z, you know, that, that, that must, what I imagine that, what that must, what people do, they must just literally in the moment, stop what they're doing, get on, get on the bloody Twitter and start just, just getting aggressive and then putting it down again. And I just, it must happen. I mean, people's mental health and what the real world is. And, you know, it's, it's not, it's not for me in that respect, you know? No, I know what you mean. It's that, it's that, yes, that, that it's the, I've, I'm getting better with it now where I'm like, I just, just post your stuff and then walk away. You don't have to get involved. You don't have to spend an afternoon dealing with shit, post it, walk off. And then later on, if you've got a bit, if you've got a minute, you can flick through, see who said anything. My my wife Kate, she gets really upset because she she sees the, all the back and forth of everybody, and she's like, you know, she's such a sensitive soul, where she's just like, I just want everyone just to get along. Why are we all shouting at each other? <laughs> and she gets really upset, and 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 Less. and talk about posting stuff, and she's like, oh, I've got to post that thing, but. I'm worried I look like this or like that. I mean, you've just got to just post your stuff and just walk away from it. Mm. And that's all you have to do. Don't get involved. Especially if you're sensitive. I, I, I'm, I'm more, I suppose, because I've been doing it longer because mm. of the podcast. So I'm a bit more robust towards it. I'm a bit more, 
doesn't affect me like it used to. Whereas if someone said something horrible, I'd be it ruin my week. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I get it with 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 my character Terry, the odd job man, but I know yeah. it's not me. So there'll be an occasional troll will be abusive, but yeah. it doesn't bother me because it's just a, they're they're being abusive to it. They think it is a person that's real. They they believe Terry. A lot of people believe Terry's real. Yeah, so I do. I do. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, so it's not. And by the way, I've never revealed myself ever. I've never said on there that I, my name is Jody Kamali. This is who I really am. Although I'm tempted to, I've been tempted to for a while just to see how people would react. But, oh, just, but take, just I, take I, the cap off. And, <laughs> and, and, yeah. Well, I just thought being really posh. I just want to do a seat, like set up in a sort of kitchen diner and just like I'm who I really am, like this posh it's posh uh, Oxbridge guy and I play yeah. my name just to you know because some people say this guy's not really from Bristol sometimes they don't believe it and it, you know um but then I, I know too much it's like I know the details yes. I knew it's the detail the finer details which which you know I was like well no so majority 99% of people think I'm real and and so any trolls I get it doesn't bother me because it's like yeah. they're trolling a, a characteristic of of this character that's that i don't emotionally identify with so it's like it doesn't bother me or i just come back with a witty comment and yeah um you know and sometimes they abuse me direct message and then i say mate i'm i'm not real you know and just <laughs> send them my real profile <laughs> to make them and they just shut up you yeah know, because they, maybe but... you should do that maybe you should do it with the the high vis and the cap on a mannequin like just behind <laughs> with a light on it like batman's suit <laughs> well, I've got, I, I, I'm tempted to do it. I'm, temp, I'm really tempted to do it just to see the reaction I yeah. get, you know, from see how people. One guy did find out years ago. Um, he, uh, I, I, I don't know. He must have googled and found me, and then was aggressive. He said, "You're a fraud. How d- you know you're you 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 bastard. You're a fraud. You you've been cheating, and you know." And then. And then I wrote back to him and said, mate, I'm sorry. I, I'm a comedian, actor. That's what I do. Mm. Sorry about that. But I, I am born. Everything I say is, is true. Yeah. But I'm just being someone else. And then he wrote back, oh, sorry, mate. It's just it's just like finding out Santa's not real. You know? Oh, <laughs> oh so, no. He was just heartbroken. That he, didn't, he wasn't yeah. going to pump into Terry. Yeah. I had a recent another woman's like, I can't believe you're not real. I thought you were real. I was like, I'm sorry. So sorry. But, he's, but that just go. that's just... Um testament to your talent and that people believe it and i did when because like you say it's the nuances and it's the it's the niche references and there was one you were stood you were outside a parade of shops in wherever it was in bristol like an area like it wasn't even bedminster it was like something smaller than that and yeah i'm just around the corner and blah 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 and and you were talking about the shops or something and you're like that's what i yeah yeah, i bring it i that that's what i love about that character i'm bringing I'm bringing something to them. Like I'm, you know, I, 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 I do live shows practically every year and I go to community centers and do it mm. like in the heart of these, some, some are really rough, rough areas. Like some of it is like just 70 quid to hire. You know? <laughs> and they're like, do you, you want to do what? You want to do what? It's all cobwebs. And I want to be here. You know, they've got yeah. a stage, got a stage. It's, you know, I bring lights in, I bring a stage manager in and we do it there and they love it. It just, it gives a certain realness that the, sh- like it's shabby. It's, sh- you know, it's really yeah. shit, but it's, <laughs> it gives just a realness to it that you're bringing it to these people. You're bringing comedy that they can ad- really identify with on an emotional level. Yeah. Uh, that to them, not like a fancy art center gig. No, it's like, it's like, this is to them. This is comedy bringing it to them. That's what yeah, I love. Yeah. And, it is, and that's where it belongs. I tried to do it years ago, bring it onto the circuit, but it just didn't have the same magic. It just didn't really work for me. But I just kept, that's why I didn't even really bring it into my Jody Kamali world at all. It's just belong. It belongs there. It belongs yeah. in Bristol, Terry. It, yeah. I know what you mean. And when you do those gigs in those places, they, they're so appreciative at the end of the night, initially, mm. initially they might give you a bit of stick and there's a bit of like, what's all this? Who do you think you are coming here? And then by the end of it, you've won them over and they're like, oh, that was a great night. I really enjoyed that. Thanks for coming. And they appreciate the effort you've made. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, they're, especially my, 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 the Terry uh, fans, as I call them, they are, uh, you know, they just sometimes they don't, they don't have a lot. Sometimes they don't have etiquette. They're just getting up, going to the toilet mid 
show and not you know getting the drinks in and it's like no no no, you have to try to educate them a bit about going to shows because they probably don't Mm. go to many shows like comedy shows with sit down you sit down and you just listen and laugh enjoy yourself and then have a have a piss and a a drink in the in the interval yeah but um but now i get all kinds of people it's hilarious so i've been attracted sort of (laughs) sort of hipstery because you know i i used to predominantly attract very working class people but now it's sort of hipsters are coming really old posh you know sort of pink uh pink trousers and you know um middle class types um like oh hello terry can i have a selfie (laughs) you know it's like it's just i wouldn't i respect it i really respect it i love it i love that all manner of people are now coming you know different um because i was like no this has got to be for working class people this character's for them they do they they are not getting the comedy that relates to them they're not getting the comedy and um but I've, it's changed now it's like it's for anybody you know it's for anybody come enjoy it you know yeah that's brilliant mate i love it i love the character i love what you do what i love is that you do you you are like i said earlier you're very you are a very creative person and one of the things that really shone through when we were doing the lockdowns and you put the gig on in your garden and we all oh, came yeah. and did that in amongst your flower yeah. beds. But yes. you, and it was but and it was still it was all carefully done. It was all yeah. we were all socially distanced and we were all it wasn't like it, there was enough people there. It was all like right the, the toilet's there, but do wear your mask and do this and do that. And it was yeah, so yeah. carefully coordinated. And it was one of the highlights of that time. It was such a good it was such a nice day that reminded us that we are there is still community. People are still here with each other because there was a danger that we were all kind of getting locked away in our own bullshit. And it was wonderful. It was a real turning point. I felt, you know? Yeah. It was the beginning yeah. of the end. Yeah. It was, really it was. Wasn't yeah, it? It and was yeah. Just seeing people as well. Like they're seeing you, you're seeing them or seeing live entertainment again. And I think it highlighted um, the fact that we do need live. Live is so important. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, everything's going to go online. Look how well everything online is working. It's just going to be the future is online gigs. No, it ain't. It ain't, no. mate. Absolutely not. But that garden, yeah, that garden gig was was legendary. And yeah. um, I mean, yeah, it was uh, the church. The local church lent me the the chairs. I had chairs uh, and right, thirty okay, chairs. Yeah. So that's why it was all lovely. And there you were headlining on the deck in <laughs> <laughs> one of the best gigs of my life. <laughs> But it was strange. It was so strange. It was like people were so nervous. The audiences, you know, they were really nervous mm. with each other. And like you said there, everyone was spaced out. I literally had going around in my garden with a tape measure, you know. <laughs> everyone was like two meters apart, you know. That's it. Yeah. And it was great. In pairs. And we had to make sure there was there was some, we had to make sure, obviously, it didn't go on too late because of the other people were in the surrounding houses that hadn't come yeah. to the gig. And <clears throat> yeah, it was such a nice moment. And it and it and it's every now and then, whenever I think about the lockdown and all that, that's one of the highlights. Is genuinely was that gig where we all we hadn't seen each other for a while. We were having we were hanging out like we used to, you know. Yeah, it yeah. was it was a nice kind of like, yeah, man. I did because I remember someone saying to me, "Oh, we need the stage and we need the the attention." And, and it suddenly made me realize that like, I don't need the attention and I don't need the stage. But what I do is you know, I enjoy entertaining people. And I enjoy hanging out with decent folks. Connecting. Connecting. You are, it's yeah. what I see of you, Rich. You're a connector. I Connecting, can see when you em- mate. You're MC. That's your MC. So you <laughs> connect with people. That's what makes you so special as an MC. You really connect with people. They see something in you and they connect with you. Thanks, I think that's mate. what... Yeah. And that's it. When, it was... Especially when you're MCing. It's, I've said this before. When, when I'm MCing, it's not me... I'm, I'm, when I'm MCing, I'm one with the people. It's like, we are going to have a good night. We are going to have a great time. Yeah. Aren't we, wasn't that great? I really enjoyed that. Did you enjoy that? Oh my God. Let's get on another comic. We can enjoy them as well. And it's a lot of we yeah. and us. And it's, I, I, that's, that is <clears> what I need. It is, that is the connection. And again, that's why we do this podcast because we get so many messages from people that just go, oh, I just needed to hear that. I needed to hear someone else say, 
these things because I'm worried that I'm getting lost or I'm worried that I don't know how to ask these questions about race and sexuality and all these things. And that's why we do this. And that's why it's important to have people like you, Jody, coming on <laughs> and having these wonderfully open chats. And it's been great. I've really, I've really enjoyed this. So you're, really cool, you're so you're going to be going on tour with your show. You're going to be taking it out there and doing things. <clears throat> That'll be in a year. Everything's yeah. a year. So it's got, it's like an art center tour. So yeah. that's been the, the book going to be booking that for me at the moment. That's, that's for my kids show for a, in a year's and a year's time, literally a year now, because it's going to go in, but, Brilliant. but yeah, I'll be, I'll be doing the, um, my, the show in Edinburgh in a few places as well around and going to Bristol with it. Um, on the 28th of November, I think that is on the Thursday. So that's going to be really special. Probably some of my family will be there um, as well. Bristol family. So like a home homecoming gig. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Just who knows? Yeah. What's what's going to happen next? That's where, I, as I said at the beginning, that's where I'm at. Deciding what, what's yeah. next. What's the next, next stage? So there's always, there's always, that's the thing. I think it's important that we're always looking. It doesn't like you do a show. It's a great show. And as you said, you've had you've had a bit of buzz and some and some rave reviews as I saw online. And you're like, all right, what's next? There's always a what's next. What can yeah. we do next? What can we improve on? And I think that's what keeps it. That's why I love what we do because there's always another. We, that, well, let's do something else. What else can we do? And yeah, I, I love that. Where can we find you on the socials? Um. Uh, well, Jody Kamali. I'm talking to Instagram more, mainly Instagram and Facebook. Um. Yeah, Jody Kamali. I think it's at Jody hyphen Kamali hyphen. Okay. Hyphen. The most easy. Yeah, two of the hyphens in there. Um, so and and Facebook as well. Lovely. It's been a joy. Thank you so much, Jody. I'm Thanks, glad Rich. we did this, mate. I knew it was going to be yeah. lovely. So, Cheers, mate. Nice one. So this has been insane in the membrane. This has been Jody Kamali. I've been Rich Wilson, and we we'll see you next time. Insane in the membrane. 